Welcome to the Extraordinary Being Movement, where we inspire you, influence, and motivate you for success. This is your host and coach, Linda Carmine, and we're going to be talking about how to boost your immune system and quit living in fear in today's world, because all it's doing is just lowering your immune system. And we want to make sure that you're living a healthy lifestyle, so we brought back one of our special guests. Before we introduce her, I want to first introduce my two favorite co-hosts and friends, the one and only Fred Martinez. Fred, how are you today? I'm I'm all right. I'm surrounded by viruses today. I see you got your green screen back. <laughs> you got your green screen up. We got some viruses in the background. They're just going everywhere, and that's what it feels like in this world. They're just shooting around everywhere. But we gotta let people know how to protect themselves. Christopher Shiver, how are you this morning, sir? Good morning to the world. I do not have viruses around me. Fantastic, but I'm glad <laughs> to I see did. you in the studio. You're looking good, looking healthy. So that's what we want to make sure that we're all being healthy and safe. But, and talking about that, we have our own special guest. We have Dr. Haley with us in the house. She's Hi. Hey, Dr. How's Haley. Today? <laughs> she is in the house good. with us tonight. How are you? Very good. I'm that's doing fantastic. well. fantastic. Thanks for yeah. having me on again. Perfect. Well, let's just do this. Let's just dive in and let people know what type of doctor you are. I'm a naturopathic doctor. Fantastic. Now, you're also a telemedic, telemedicine expert, right? Yes. Yes. I, my business is mostly telemedicine, so I see all of my patients virtually right now. I also was doing a lot of house calls, but obviously at a time like this, that's probably not the best way to be seeing people. So I see almost everybody virtually, so I really like doing right. that too. Great. great. And then you, yeah. you also specialize in hormone and autoimmune disease. Yes, exactly. And also brain health and immune system health. So all of those things. The whole gambit. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do a lot. <laughs> Jack that's, of all trades. That's right. And that's what you need to be with right now in this world. You have to know a little bit about everything. And so you can service people and help people out. Now, we brought you on the show because a lot of people are still living in fear. Uh, a lot of people feel that they're not getting what they need to boost their immune system. They're still not sure on how to eat a healthy diet. What What do you think we should be tackling right now? What do, what do I should, think that we should be tackling? Should we just be jumping into people's fear, their mindset? Should we no. be panicking? <laughs> <laughs> the more you can relax and just keep a positive attitude and go about life the way that you normally do. Also, eating a clean diet that doesn't have a lot of sugar in it because sugar really does decrease your immune function. There's a lot of studies that show that. So the more you can keep sugar out of your diet and just eat a clean whole foods diet that's not processed. So, you know, anything in the perimeter of the supermarket, lots of veggies, lots of fruits, all of that actually boosts your immune system up quite a bit. And if you're gonna eat, uh, you know, like meats and stuff like that, just make sure that they're higher quality ones like grass-fed, because grass-fed meats actually have more omega-3 versus omega-6, and omega-6 is inflammatory, whereas omega-3 is actually anti-inflammatory which is what you want because a lot of these people that are getting very sick with covid yeah. they have a lot of inflammatory stuff going on and they also are getting clotting and all of that so the more that you can keep your in inflammatory levels down the better off you'll be so, uh. so, that, so that does that mean that when everybody talks about like everything starts at your, your gut yes i mean the gut microbiome is very important and also there's a patch of immune tissue in the 
small intestines called the pears patch and that actually helps to regulate the immune response and it actually helps like monitor good bacteria versus bad bacteria and the more good bacteria you have obviously the higher the immune function because that's actually a big part of our immune function so so would you recommend maybe person taking the uh what is it you have the probiotics and then maybe kombucha and things like that or i mean yes as long as it's a good quality one and i feel like a lot of the stuff that's available to the public you know at different uh franchises like walmart and stuff they're not very high quality so that's where someone like me comes in and i can advise people on professional brands that are often more potent and they have a lot more research behind them so i don't recommend people just go and buy any old thing in the supermarket or purchase online because purchasing online can actually be pretty dangerous too. If you get it off of places like Amazon, you don't know what's in the product. So it's better to order from a professional company is always my advice. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Now, Dr. Haley, how does fear really lower your immune system? Well, I don't know if any of you have ever read the book. Have you? Why zebras don't get ulcers? Because if you haven't read it, I definitely recommend it. <laughs> it's all about stress and the horrible effects of stress on the body and the immune system. So really what it does is it puts your body in fight or flight mode so that you're constantly running from a lion. But in this case, it's a virus. <laughs> You know, and then literally you're never relaxing. So your stress hormones are pumping out like cortisol and adrenaline and that directly affects your immune cell function and almost like kind of paralyzes them so that they can't respond as well. When you do encounter something that your immune system should be ramping up for, you're much weakened and also it affects your adrenals and your adrenals is part of your energy producing in your cells that actually allows you to have energy during the day and stuff like that. And if you don't have enough energy in your system, then your immune system is like this. Ah, you know, that just makes complete logical sense. <laughs> Why zebras don't get ulcers though. That, that's pretty good. <laughs> I, I love it. Because from now oh. on, I'm going to be like, well, don't you know zebras don't get ulcers? Like, yeah, <laughs> apparently they don't. I, I don't know. I'm a human doctor, not an animal doctor. So you have to ask a veterinarian for that one. <laughs> I find that really interesting because I've been I've been hearing that from a lot of experts around the world that a lot of our diseases and our problems are related to our stress because human beings are under more stress than they ever have been before, supposedly. I don't. Do you believe that? Well, I mean, I think that people don't even know that they're under stress. Like I ask a lot of my patients, are you stressed? Oh, no, no, I'm not stressed. But you can just see they're like sitting like this and the <laughs> muscles are all tense. And I'm like, you're not stressed. Are you sure? And you know, they're like going like nuts. Like, you know, their life is absolutely nutty. Like they have not a second for themselves. Like they're like picking kids up like right after work. And then, you know, they like, got to do like homework and well, I guess they're not picking up kids anymore, but you know, before this pandemic thing, that was all happening. So people were crazy busy. So maybe it's actually kind of a good thing right now with the pandemic that people have slowed down a little bit. I mean, it's not good in every way, obviously, financially, but at least it's helping us to take more time for ourselves and maybe we can learn something from that. Uh, one, one thing that I've been noticing a lot, Dr. Haley, is that a lot of people, like for the first time, they're getting free time that they've yeah. never had before. And that free time, they don't know what to do with it because they've never, uh, we had a client um, uh, on, a, on a call uh, like three weeks ago and, um, and she was freaking out because she's never not been able to do something with her life, like never not been able to find a way to escape what was going on in her, in her internal like dialogue. And what's funny is like we, we asked her like, so in your stress levels, what are you? Uh, what, I'm a zero to 10. And she goes, I'm, I'm like a six. 
And she's sitting there looking at it, shaking. <laughs> and I'm like, are you sure you're not a 10? <laughs> are you sure you don't need to go to hospital? Because I feel People like this may be a little further back. They really don't. They are just so used to dealing with so much stress that they have no idea how stressed out they are. I mean, even with float chambers, I've heard this, uh, people cannot, I don't know if you guys have heard of the Epsom salt float chambers where you go floating yeah, and I you heard these it. little pods. Some people can't even handle that for like a half an hour to an hour because they are so used to having their cell phone constantly. And I think like, you know, constantly focusing on technology, that's also stressing our bodies out too, because our minds are constantly active and we're never taking time to just, you know, relax, deep breathe, all of those things. Okay, so you kind of recommend for people to reduce their stressing is by being able to decompress, doing some meditation, being able to be okay without having to be looking at this little thing right here. Where it's good to do a detox it. even from that and, you know, like stay away from your phone for 24 hours, maybe even a whole weekend. And a lot of people will say that they feel so much better when they do that and just detox from all technology. I know it's hard for people to do, but sometimes it's necessary just to decompress and de-stress. Well, that, that'd be, you know, one thing I've noticed is that a lot of people right now, they want to be informed of what, and so they're going to where the news outlets. And when you look at the news outlets of the stuff that they're putting out, it is not fact-based. It is opinion, opinion based. And even if there is a little bit of fact, it's skewed. I always feel like journalists should be accountable to the people that are actually, when people are getting their master's degree, they have to have facts, scientific proof behind their research that they're doing. So yeah. that, I don't see that with the media. They're just looking at for just getting a quick grabs, attention grabbing, mm -hmm. uh, titles and yeah like and often the scientific studies they will literally take it out of context or they'll use studies where they've studied the wrong form of a supplement or like the wrong dosage and then they'll say vitamin c doesn't work for your immune function you know and they'll just make <laughs> statements like that and it's like no don't tell people that it's not true it, it really matters the quality of the supplement and i mean i think that yeah the media's job should be to present both sides and to always uh look at you know all the research and if they're not going to present it in a fair and equitable manner and a scientific manner then don't even bother talking about it in the first place <laughs> oh my god one, one thing i can't stand is when um people read research articles on the news and they just they just don't understand like what what's a good research like an actual good clinical trial versus a bad clinical trial that takes it's a like, lot of tra training to actually know that like right. I, it's like oh is that a z test who cares about z tests <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you need to consider a lot of different experimental variables to know what a good study and a bad study is. And you got to look at uh, confounding and there's like statistics and, you know, to really analyze a scientific study is a lot of work and it does take training for sure. I don't think so. journalists should be doing it. <laughs> no, they shouldn't because they don't have the background. It's like me trying to fix a car and I'm not a mechanic. Good luck. <laughs> Logic. <laughs> Duct tape on no, it. Work on your car. Trust me. <laughs> Duct tape. Duct tape fixes everything. That's right. Right. <laughs> so, so, Dr. Haley, you mentioned supplements earlier. I know a lot of us are in a rush. We can't always eat healthy. What supplements do you recommend that we take on a regular basis 
to help boost our immune system to keep us healthy. That's natural that we should be doing. Well, I have to say a disclaimer here. So, I mean, what's good for one isn't necessarily good for all because some people have specific imbalances in their immune system. So they should get proper advice from a trained professional before they take anything. But I can say from my perspective, what I myself have been taking. So for that, I do like to take colloidal silver just because I think it's really good for immune function in general. So I also have some of the supplements behind me, actually, so I can grab them. <laughs> so and then there's this one. I love this one because it's called Vitality C and it's buffered and you actually get 4000 milligrams of vitamin C in one serving and it's just like a little scoop. Um, it's also L-ascorbate form, which is the most absorbable vitamin C. So I really, really like this one. And it doesn't have as many effects on the GI system because if you take too much vitamin C, it can cause diarrhea. So this one, having it buffered is a good thing. And you can also get liposomal vitamin C, which is very highly absorbable. So there is ways to do it. Could you raise that up a little higher so everybody can see it? Uh, I'm sorry, Dr. Haley, just... A little bit high. Oh, perfect. Everybody. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Vitality C. Yeah. And then another one I really like is golden seal. So I take this one too. If I feel something coming on, it tastes really bitter. So just FYI, I mean, if you take it in orange juice, that's the best way to cut the taste. So I just take a teaspoon of that a day and that's actually antimicrobial against bacteria, viruses, you know, even parasites, good for the digestive system in general. So I like that one. And then I do take adrenal supplements myself just for, it helps your body adapt to stress because I did have a lower adrenal function after I finished school and I was tested for that. And so adaptogens is another thing. And adaptogens include stuff like ashwagandha, rhodiola, all of that stuff. So that helps to boost your immune system too. Uh, let's see. Vitamin D3, of course. That's a good one. <laughs> so this is 10,000 international units. I take that every day unless I'm out in the sun because your body actually has the ability to produce it while you're in the sun. So 20 to 30 minutes a day is usually what I do because you don't want to burn your skin because like they were saying on the news, that can lead to skin cancer. But, you know, if you're only doing 20 to 30 minutes a day, it's not going to lead to skin cancer because you have to get seriously burnt on an ongoing basis, really, for it to cause mutations to your DNA and lead to skin cancer. So getting a little bit of sun every day is good. I also heard about the vitamin D when you're getting it from the sun that you shouldn't... uh go out uh right away and go take a shower because you want to let the let it absorb into your body so how long does a person need to be in the sun and then after that take a shower well i mean it depends on the person's skin tone too because a darker skinned individual they can be out in the sun for slightly longer but you know somebody as light skinned as me or lighter even 20 30 minutes max i mean if you're a redhead you might want to only even do like 10 or 15 minutes it really depends and then not showering off maybe for like half an hour would be a good idea because it actually turns the cholesterol in your skin into vitamin D. So the sun is hitting cholesterol in your skin. So you have to wait a little bit for that fat absorption basically into your system. So it does take a little while. So I I would agree with that recommendation. Don't have a shower right away. So maybe like half an hour later. Okay. I I just thought that's, that's intense. Yeah. And there's a couple more supplements I was going to go over, yeah, so I don't have too, too many. 
so other ones that I do take, I'm out of it right now, but selenium is a really good one. Um, so selenium, great. And then also zinc. Zinc is very good for immune system modulation. So you can get any form of zinc. It doesn't really matter. There is differences in absorbability, but I mean, there's also differences in price. So it doesn't really matter as much what kind you get as long as you're getting some zinc into your system if that's what you need. Sure. And then also oil of oregano. I like that one. Uh, so for this sure. one, you want to make sure the active ingredient carvacrol is at at least 75 to 85% and that denotes a good product. So like I said, not all products are created equal and you yeah. do need to kind of shop around and know what you're looking for. And if you don't know what you're looking for, Someone like me can definitely help you with a virtual visit. Um, also, I take CBD. So CBD, it doesn't really matter the brand name. Again, that's just getting your inflammation levels lower. So it's helping with your overall health in that way. So anything that can get your inflammation levels down. And there's a bunch of different herbal products. Like there's astragalus, there's schizandra, there's ligustrum. There's various, there's a lot of antiviral, there's echinacea, of course, a lot of you have heard of that. Uh -huh. So yeah. for dosing specifications, I would have to have a telehealth consult with you just to see if that's right for you. Because even echinacea, for example, somebody with an autoimmune disorder does not want to take that because it's overstimulating to their immune system. So that might not be appropriate for someone. So that's why it's good to talk to people like me before you take anything. Or your regular family doctor, if they're knowledgeable in that area, but not all of them are. Sure. So. <laughs> I, I, Dr. Haley, thank you so much, because I, I, I used to work in clinical research, and just the way you're talking, I'm like, wow, <laughs> yes, checks and balances. I love this. Aw, well, good. <laughs> so, so the biggest thing that I see within the supplements is like for myself, being an athletic guy, you know, we'll go out and buy every single thing that you can imagine. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is like, I know it's about timing, when to take things. Because um, I know, I, the only thing I know. I like all that in the background too. Good stuff. <laughs> FRC, FRC is good with the, it's, it's Sweden with Stevia. I know that I've had that one before. Well, that's the reason why I kind of showed things because I ended up, I have the, emergency nice and then i have the ester c yeah i like that one that's my favorite because it's sweden with stevia i like that and then then i also have some airborne so i got <laughs> uh got the vitamin d3 and then around are you no press <laughs> never mess around no and then i got my zma viewers this is fred so, martinez okay so, so with the zmas you met uh, like i use the zmas at night to help me sleep and didn't know whether or not that form of zinc is probably the best thing because when i when all this was going on um everybody was rushing to the store i went to the nutrition store and i went I was buying everything you can imagine. I spent like $500 on a nutritional supplement. So I, <laughs> so I ended up buying like a couple bags of, of protein. And then I ended up buying, uh, like I said, I ended up buying just whatever I possibly can find there. Like I ended up buying a, of oil of oregano. And then the other thing is where I grew up, there's a thing called uh, OSHA. OSHA is great. Yeah, I love that one. It's really antiviral and it's good for the immune system. Too. Yeah, and, and apparently 
the root is supposed to be the best thing possible, but the mm-hmm. root is so hard to get. And it's like uh, $20 an ounce. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's why I don't use that one very often, but I sometimes do. And, and so the thing is, is I kind of figured, well, I, I have a connection. So I ended up buying the extract, but then a lot of the stuff is, I don't know what to really take and that type of stuff, because the only thing I know is vitamin C, D, uh, vitamin D3, and then you got your zinc. Well, I mean, if you take only those alone, then you're still winning. I mean, because those are still helping the immune system. And a lot of people, you know, like they're more into vitamins than they are herbs because herbs seem a little bit more foreign to them. So (laughs) if you just want to take vitamins and minerals, like even electrolytes are great as well. So as long as you're replete on your vitamins and your minerals, that'll help with your overall immune system. Because if you're deficient in anything, your immune system's not functioning correctly and neither is your metabolism and all of those different things. So to have tip top immune function, you got to have all the vitamins and the minerals. And then I, then I also heard about uh, making your body more alkaline. Um, and then I hear it from different aspects of saying, don't waste your money with making, drinking alkaline water. Uh, or just eat whatever, eat a diet that's based on your blood type instead of going yeah. with the, the alkaline type of foods. And I'm like, I'm so confused or whatever. I mean, with alkaline foods, there's a buffering system in our body. So there's only so alkaline that we can get. But I mean, some people are slightly on the acidic end of that range. And if you are, it's best to bring it back to as neutral as you, you possibly can and as alkaline as you possibly can, but it's not going to be like your like pH like 12 or anything like that because the buffering system in our body only allows us to get so basic, basically. So <laughs> we can only get so basic. Paper, could I get my pH with a pH paper in my blood? Would that work? And I'll know if I'm pH papers, I mean, you can do pH papers, that both uh, salivary ones. I do have those. And you can also do ones with urine to test your overall pH. Okay. So that is one way of figuring out where you're at for sure. Cool. Yeah. So now you're going to pee in a stick now, Chris. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then you're gonna then you're gonna go ahead and use it for saying, oh my gosh, I'm on ketosis now. Yeah. <laughs> I know what's happening to my body. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys tried keto diet though? I I, I tried it um, uh, for four weeks. My uh, my girlfriend at the time, she's a clinical research coordinator on liver studies, and soon as she found out about what I was doing by the second week, she was just like, Chris, you're not obese stop what you're doing and just eat healthy. (laughs) (laughs) So she got really worried about it. And so I I stopped and um, what I realized was that it's just ever ever since I moved to the States, um, the carbs here are just um, super packed. Like, I think that's what would happen because my diet back home, I can eat anything and um, I, I just lose weight. I just can't keep the weight on me. I just lose it. I don't have to work out, nothing like that. But in the States, um, I, I, I just, I, I don't know what it is. I, but what I've been told it's the, it's the carbs, like the carbs here are well, way more. Sugar. Like if you look on the labels on almost everything, like sugar is an ingredient in almost yeah. everything. So that's why if you make your own food, you know, what's going into it. And that's what I recommend people do. Yeah. Cause literally, otherwise you're getting sugar in almost everything like peanut butter. Like sometimes they'll put it in mayonnaise, like, <sighs> you know, it's, it's crazy. I, I didn't yeah. start figuring out the sugar thing till like, I think like four years ago. And I was just like, wait a minute, this like Capri Sud. And I'm like, 32 grams of sugar. 
And How that's can you low. give this to children? <laughs> not a good idea. I mean, it's lowering the children's immune function. I mean, children have not been the hardest hit in this pandemic, but that's not to say there isn't children who have like immune system deficiencies. And it's mm-hmm. probably a good idea to be keeping those children, especially away from sugars. Oh yeah, I, I'm uh, with my with my son. I'm always like, no, no sugar. Like, like, oh, you can have it like like dessert. Like, you can have strawberry and milk. <laughs> that's like the peak <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not meant to be an everyday thing though like you know if you're gonna have something sugary maybe do it only like one day a week yeah you know? yeah and that that's how i grew up but here in the states the culture here i don't know what it's like in canada but um people eat chocolate and sugar every day <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, there's obese people in Canada, and we've been catching up to the U.S. like more and more every year. So, I mean, there's almost as many obese people in Canada oh, now. No. As Canada, yeah, no, don't do it, Canada. <laughs> no, it's because we're eating the bad foods and the processed foods and the fast foods and the high sugar and the bad fats and all of that. <laughs> so can can you can you give examples of like the with sugar? Because when I hear sugar, I sometimes feel like everything's broken down into sugar that your body can be able to use as fuel. And I know when you eat like fruits and vegetables, those are good. And I mean, those are good forms of sugar because it comes natural. But then you kind of look at it as saying how much of abundance of that or is it mm. because it's processed type of stuff? Like if you eat something like um uh, I don't know, like I'm just saying cookies or something like that, or, 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 or <laughs> don't talk about the cookies. Um, but, but I'm just kind of looking at it as what a person could really eat. Because when you talk, when a person says that we're going to reduce, you should need to reduce sugar. I'm like, well, what are you talking about? You know, it's like, does that well, mean? Like, okay. So what that really means that? is, you know, like in your fruit, there is fructose and that is something that's naturally occurring in your fruit. And there is uh, fruits that are actually lower in that, like lemons, limes, you know, even kiwis, all the berries, you know, ones that are lower glycemic index are the ones that you want to be eating more of. And I mean, I don't recommend people eat even fruit like at every single meal because I mean, even too much fruit is a lot of sugar. And then yes, and even cheeses, there's like lactose and you know, lactose is a form of sugar as well. So Mm -hmm. I think what it's just saying, like mainly like when you say decrease your sugar is what I tell people when I tell people that what I mean is look at the labels and anything that has high sugar content, put it back on the shelf. Don't, and don't even get that. And even furthermore, like, you know, like when you're cooking your own food, you're not going to be adding sugar to everything mm-hmm. and like the processed and packaged foods that you're getting on the shelf. So I really like it when my patients, perfect patient, they don't eat processed foods at all. They don't go out for fast food or if they do, they'll keep it like one day a week, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean, I'm cutting down on sugar is the added sugar in everything. I mean, some fruit is OK, you know, um, higher higher uh, sugar fruits like pineapple i mean like i said that will still spike your blood sugar and if you've got blood sugar issues you have to even be careful even on certain types of fruits and how much you eat there and also juicing i mean that takes away the fiber so that's why fruit juices are worse than actual fruits because in the actual fruits you've got the fiber to slow down the absorption whereas when you're juicing you just have straight sugar and it'll spike oh 
Well, and spiking you up and crashing you down, that's actually decreasing your immune function too. The spikes and the crashes and your blood sugar, you don't want that happening. Cause... That does not sound like a sustainable diet anymore to me. No. Yeah. What, <laughs> what doesn't sound like a sustainable? It doesn't sound sustainable like a sustainable diet, like the juicing. After we just explained, it sounds like a roller coaster. Well, I mean, that's why I always recommend, I mean, to my patients who do juicing, like take it with a protein shake at the same time, like a vegan protein shake to slow down the absorption or even like a fat, like coconut oil, you know, anything that can decrease the absorption. So you're not getting a huge spike and then drop. I mean, some people's systems can actually handle that, but other people, if you're like diabetic, not good thing to be doing. Yeah, it's stressful on your your body. It must be. It is, yeah, and anything that creates stress in the body lowers your immune function. So, so, what, so what I ended up, so what I ended up doing was I ended up buying uh, green powder that has a lot of the fruits and vegetables already in the green format, um, just because, yeah. So, I, so I can have everything you can imagine, and the the reason why I kind of looked at it saying because with the diet now where are, are you able to get abundance of a lot of different things like fruits and vegetables? And so I kind of figured, oh, I'll drink it with my smoothie in the morning. So I put protein with it and maybe throw, throw some almond milk and water. Um, you know, you mentioned coconut oil. Uh, I just kind of feel like, is that something when you mentioned about the sugars, I started thinking, am I jacking up the sugars because I'm getting all this abundance of green stuff now? Well, it really depends on what else you're taking it with, though, because if you take it with proteins and fats, you're already decreasing the absorption. And also if it's put with like, you know, chlorella, spirulina, you're not going to get that huge blood sugar spike that you would if you're just juicing alone. So I I think that's okay. Mm. I mean, as long as you're not feeling jittery, I, I mean, like if you feel jittery and you feel hungry, like 30 minutes or less after you've eaten, it's usually because you had a huge blood sugar spike and then it ah. crashed back and then you want to eat again. It's like white rice sushi. Like you're almost hungry almost immediately afterwards because it turns straight into sugar. Well, I noticed oh that. my God. That's the reason why like uh, Chinese food, you're always, uh, you're always hungry. At, well, right it's after you refined it. carbohydrates. A lot of the stuff is refined made out of like white sugar, white flour. <laughs> Like oh, sweet no. and sour chicken and all of that stuff. And like a lot of their stuff is refined carbs, like the chow mein and yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Why is that your favorite food? <laughs> I, I, I cook for myself a lot. I love cooking for myself a lot. And I, I pride myself in cooking for myself. But now make with just Toby, I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can make better Chinese food, I'm sure. Yeah, I have to make better Chinese food because I, I use a lot of, um, so I use I use the ramen packets for my chow mein because I, I cheat. And so now what you just told me is like, dang it, you're right. And that's exactly how I feel after I cook myself um, 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 like a chow mein or fried rice because I learned to add oyster sauce, soya sauce, and a sprinkle of sugar. Hmm. <laughs> now I have to stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, you didn't make it authentic. You needed to add no, MSG. No, I, I did not. <laughs> well, in a lot of those cultures, if you go over there, like most of the people are thin, it's because they don't add like all the sugar and salts that we do in North America. Mm. You know? Oh my goodness. You do to, find fat people overseas, but just not as many. <laughs> 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 so um uh, so like so in, in in your cooking um like so i take uh 
onions, garlic, ginger, tomatoes, that sort of thing. Uh, what are other, some other vegetables and fruits you think that are like super important that people kind of like don't, you know, pay attention to? Well, I mean, any of the leafy green vegetables are really good for you because they've got a lot of, uh, you know, nutrients in them and any darker leafy green, well, not leafy green, but any darker vegetables mm -hmm. like the peppers and even eggplant, anything that's dark has a lot of uh, different vitamins and minerals in it. Ah, and plant chemicals like called proanthocyanidins and those are all good for your immune system okay yeah. so i got it okay thank you i've been avoiding those <laughs> you've been avoiding those you don't like veggies <laughs> i i i i've i've spoiled myself with my own cooking let's just put it that way <laughs> i have i have i've heard from other people out there they were talking about like because they're freaking out on the whole idea of the vegetables. And they were saying, okay, stay away from blueberries because of the skin on it. And then of course you're going to be getting organic and then stay away from your green leaf, uh, green like lettuce, like spinach and things like that. Because when you want to clean it, that you can go ahead and get tomatoes, just get tomatoes and bell peppers and cucumbers, because those are the skins where you can wash. And so, why are people saying this type of stuff? Because I just feel like salads right now should still be important part of a, a person's diet, but they're freaking out because of this whole uh, virus or whatever. They're thinking it's on every single thing. I mean, as long as you wash, uh, you know, things really sufficiently, I wouldn't really worry about it personally. And I mean, you can even leave it on the counter in the sunshine for a few minutes and that would help kill if there is anything on it. But I think just rinsing it properly, you would get most of that off, even the leafy greens. I haven't been really concerned about that myself anyways, and I'm not sick yet, so... That's a good thing. <laughs> I just make sure I wash things really well. And that's what I'd advise. And if you're really scared about it, then you can even, you know, leave like in a salad spinner, you can leave the leaves in there for like, you know, a day if you really wanted to, and then make your salad. And I'm sure it would be dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Yeah, for that's okay. something I haven't heard about yet. This, you find this a lot out there? Like yeah, yeah, I was, I was actually this. Yeah, I was, I was hearing from other, from other individuals. Like I was, I was on, listening to a very popular podcast, and this, this person who was a doctor, and he was saying that they cut out these certain things, and um, that they are also whenever they get food, they're washing it completely. Pack, you know, you hear people packages. They're they're Lysoling it, they're Cloroxing it, they're bleaching it, whatever, and then well, they're alcoholing it. Everything. Like if you really want to, you could use a fruit and veggie wash. That would help also clean it off too. If you really had the to only, do. The only thing that I did was I took my blueberries, I put them in a big bowl, and I had the food grade hydrogen peroxide. I there put that go. with water and I soaked it overnight. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna tell you that my blueberries stayed fresher longer and they were crisp when oh, I, I bit into it. them I'm like and I was like wow that's maybe advice. I found some food grade peroxide I, I totally forgot about that but that's excellent advice you could definitely use that and that would definitely help kill the virus for sure wow. yeah see, see Fred I've been Fred I've been using vodka is that wrong 
The problem is, Eleni, it's not at that right alcohol content. You need Everclear. I need to wash my strawberries and vodka, please. <laughs> there you go. There, That's what you need. Just okay. throw, throw all your fruits and vegetables into the bottle. <laughs> so, so if you really want some good dinner, you know, it's like go ahead and eat and take a swig. Eat and take a swig. <laughs> in <go>. moderation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything in moderation is fine. That's I agree. That's right. Right. <laughs> I, I bought the Everclear because I couldn't find alcohol. Everybody, the last three minutes, that was not sound advice. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, I, I, have, I have a big question right now for uh, Dr. Haley. So what's, um, I'm just really curious, what is your experience in this whole crisis? What has this taught you in your field and, and your perspective? What, what are you seeing from your eyes? And what is something you would love to share to the world right now about what you're experiencing? Um, I mean, just the effects our thoughts can have on our overall well-being, you know, like we were saying earlier, being caught in a state of constant fear, it's really not good and it's almost paralyzing people and it's causing a lot of mental health issues and all of those things. So. I mean, whatever you can do to relax, just meditate, you know, do some yoga, do some stretching, do some deep breathing, mm -hmm. you know, take a walk in nature, any of those things that, you know, just will make you feel better and give you some peace of mind and center you and ground you. That will be good for you overall. Excellent. So, yeah. Excellent. yeah I, I like that because it's, 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 it's simple. Like the simplest solution really is the right way to go. Well, yeah, exactly. I think that we've overcomplicated our lives over the years just by, you know, adding mm -hmm. too much and all of those things. So I think that that's a good lesson for a lot of us to maybe take into the future after all of this is said and done mm -hmm. to maybe try to simplify things and just don't overcomplicate your life and don't spend unnecessary amounts of money on different things. A lot of people are like, I'm saving so much money staying home. And I'm like, well, maybe you should stay home more often and you'll save more. And one of my friends is like, at the end of this, I can go on a vacation to Jamaica. And I'm like, well, that's wonderful. She's like, with all the money I've saved that I normally spend on stupid SHIT, I don't want to say that word on. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. So I'm like, that's great. You know, like that's a really good piece of advice for people, you know, save more and, you know, spend it on things that count, like experiences, you know. Mm -hmm. We've shown in studies yeah, that it exactly. increases happiness rather than spending it on things, you know. Definitely yeah. a lot more people are now all of a sudden like, I think we should go camping. You've never been camping in your life. <laughs> well, that's a great thing. Like, I mean, if you can get people out camping and enjoying nature, I think that's absolutely wonderful if that's not something that they normally used to do. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So the pandemic definitely has some positives to it. Absolutely. I mean, it's also cleaning up the environment to a large extent, which is another definite positive. Oh, God, yes. Uh, they've actually noticed um, strange effects along the equator with the water line. Like, really? Yeah. Like, so um, the, acid the acidity of the, of the water around the equator has gone down by 0.5%. Oh, wow. That's significant. That is significant. And they're like, wait, how, how did it happen that quickly? And they're right now they're scrambling, trying to figure out like, why did it just drop like that? What changed that caused that? And I'm, I'm originally from the equator. So for me, it's just like, 
this is great that the earth is healing itself. Yeah. Well, and I think another thing it's teaching us is we need to make more in our local communities and closer to home rather mm -hmm. than buying everything overseas. I mean, yes. being self-sufficient in our little area is a good thing. And I think a lot of people are really realizing that, you know, there's starting to be food shortages if we're all self-reliant and mm -hmm. had everything we need in a, our community or close by, then we wouldn't need to you know caught with our pants down so to speak in a yeah. pandemic and we are not very prepared and you know and now we don't have some of the supplies we need and you know so the more we can prepare in our local area and be self-sufficient I think that's a great lesson too that's to how, take that up. sounds like people need to take self-responsibility to me <laughs> well I think that we all do need to take self-responsibility I mean yeah. if we want a better world and we want to move towards something more positive each one of us needs to take a look at ourselves and see where we could improve as an individual I think that's important. And yeah. that's exactly what we're about. I love it. That's a good thing. You guys are great. I love you guys. <laughs> hey, no, and, and you brought up some things that, it, which is fantastic people have been doing about saving, about being, staying home and cooking, you know, doing things that they nor don't normally do. And this really should be an eye-opening experience for a lot of people. And a lot of people aren't going to see that way. And a lot of people aren't going to continue these new habits once things supposedly get back to normal which is going to be a shame because if people took the initiative and the responsibility and started saving more they can get themselves out of debt you know if they oh, yeah. spend more time with their family they can build better and stronger relationships if they stayed were able to work from home more they'll be more with their children and be able to support them and give them the the assistance that they need. And, and you know, and what Chris saying about how the things have changed with the equator, I mean, crime has been down. Mm -hmm. You know, unfortunately, um, domestic violence has gone up because people are yeah. home together more. But a lot of other things have really died down a lot, which has been great for, for our communities and for the world in general. But, you know, once we're getting back to our reality, back to some normal, being able to leave our house and being back to normal, it's going to be a shame that a lot of these things aren't going to stay. Especially right now, people have been eating a little bit more healthier because they've been home to some degree. I know people have been working out at home, you know, where they never thought they could do something like that, but they're I figuring out ways how to do that. Be. Yeah, <laughs> people are being more creative now than they ever have before to live the lifestyle they once had. You know, and now I know the gym just started to open up and that's going to be have no idea how some of the gyms are going to manage this, but you know, people want to get back to getting to normal, but there is no normal anymore. And what they've been learning and doing this whole time, they should be taking some of that positivity and those um, actions and living them forward. Mm -hmm. Create a new and better normal. I agree with you for yes. sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I look at it as being resourceful because I know that we all have the ability to one working out from home, and whether or not you got that, you, you got that, you got that, uh, that you, whether or not that person's got the, the self-discipline in order to really, really work out and, and getting that discipline to get up, to get in movement, that type of stuff. Because it's I tough. remember growing up. Yeah, it, it's tough because sometimes people don't know what they're capable of doing. They don't know whether or not like just doing some push-ups at home, whether or not it's also being able to saying, okay, what can you exactly do? Like I was finding things out. Like when I was a kid, I remember doing certain things because we didn't have the money to go to a gym. 
and we would go ahead and do whatever we possibly could, like doing some dips on the on. on well, the yeah, and of- I've put out a couple exercise videos now, and I mean, I'm no pro star athlete, so I'm like, if I can do it, you can do it, basically. And I showed people how to do some simple stuff with no equipment. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I've been hearing a lot of people when they were they're like wanting to go to the gym. They're just like they they're like thinking like what we talk about is you be that person you want to be and you don't wait until and what's happening is people are waiting till saying when the gyms open up i'm going to do this well start living it right now start being active right now doing whatever you possibly can because when you look at the gyms yeah yeah, because because when you look at the gyms when they open up do you like i'm not wanting to go to the gym just quite yet i want to see how things are going to happen i'm i look for facts i look at numbers and seeing like how they're how they're going to implement things and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so I'm basically out in a parking lot training, or I'm out in the in in my apartment training. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking at it as saying, doing whatever I could to be resourceful, and other people can do the same similar thing. They don't realize that the outside is their is their playground. Yeah, exactly. You can use it as your playground. Like the other day, like I was just on a hike and there was a bench and I decided to do some dips for my triceps, like right then and there. So you can make use of your environment. A hundred percent you can. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's definitely, that's what, um, uh, somebody was telling me the other day too, guys, is, uh, uh, there's gonna be, there's gonna be what two people that's going to come out of this whole, whole crisis. There's going to be people who are resourceful and there's going to be the people who aren't, and it's simply a choice. It is a choice. Yeah, I agree for sure. Absolutely. And you can just start with baby steps, you know, maybe you're not going to run a marathon right away, but you know, you can go for a walk every day. Yeah. Yeah. So something. Oh, you you guys should see Arizona right now. It's hot as hell outside. And I still see like, never have I ever seen people in Arizona walk outside during the middle of the day for a hike or or during the summer, because that's like madness, right? Who it's tough. Yeah. Once it gets the 105 plus, it, it's hot. <laughs> it's yeah. hot, right? You won't believe this, but there's tons of people outside right now and walking around in the daylight and the sun. I've seen people with umbrellas before, like yes. uh, some, like especially <laughs> Asian people. They really like their sun umbrellas, and you'll yes. see them walking around with umbrellas. And I'm like, that's a really good idea. That's a 20 minute limit you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. At least they're keeping the sun off of themselves and they're not getting too much sun. So that mm-hmm. is one idea. Stay in the shade, you know, you can still do that and get some exercise. I think people are going with the mindset that thinking, okay, I'm going to be in the sun and there's not going to be any virus. So they're going out there. <laughs> feeling, they're feeling like this, that they're, they're free from everything. Yeah. And it gives them a sense of that they're doing something because they're, 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 they've been a caged animal as of the way that they kind of look at it and they think about themselves instead of really being grounded or just saying, what can I learn from, from this? How can I go ahead and maybe take some classes, maybe watch some movies, read a book, watch some podcasts, uh, work, whatever it's possible that you can do during this time because it is going to be just a short period when you look at it this is going to be a short period of time versus the long of long time of your life this isn't going to be like it's like we're going to live like this for 40 years 50 years or whatever no it is not Mm -hmm. the one thing that i do see that is the countries i just i grew up watching star trek and i grew up being this sci-fi geek and i and i always felt like Everybody working together on having a common goal. 
I just saw recently a, a friend of mine sent some information saying the FBI was doing a probe, uh, an investigation that I guess some Chinese hackers were trying to hack into some of the, the companies that are trying to, to find out the, the working on the vaccine as well as some of the universities. I'm looking at it as why aren't we all working together? Because if everybody works together, we'll be able to solve this problem quicker. But I realized that it's not about it's about politicalness. It's about power versus over the people. And who's the ones that are suffering? It is the people because you got people in power that want this ultimate power. But whereas the people, we're the ones who are suffering. But then that's when I kind of realized that in here, we are free. We are free instead of being caged because most people are looking at saying, I'm in this little cage right here, or they're wanting to protest and things like that. Whereas if they are just in here, they'll realize that. And like I always said before, it's like, I always tell people, you know, get this book right here. You know, this book. Which book is it, Fred? What's the title? Can you say it? That one is, is the Man's Search for Meaning by uh, Victor Frankel. Yeah. You know, excellent book, especially right now. It's a, it's a really short little read type of thing. And you kind of look at it as saying uh, what he went through in his life and during during the when he was in the concentration camps. And you kind of look at right now that people we are this. That was just a small little blip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's right. In the whole time span of, of life. Yeah, it was a blip. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, personally, I mean, with the vaccine thing, them saying that it's going to save the day and save everything, I don't personally believe that. Just because, I mean, the efficacy even of the flu vaccine, if you're talking absolute numbers, exactly. it doesn't bring the that much down. So the more important thing is boost your immune system and live mm -hmm. a healthy lifestyle. That's really what's going to protect you right. and also lower your stress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's way more important. That's just from my perspective. And I know that I'm sure a lot of medical doctors and stuff would jump down my throat for that, but I don't think of vaccine as the be all end all. I mean, it's great yes. when people want to get it, they can, but I'm probably not going to be one of the ones who is getting it. And I have reasons for that. Mm -hmm. no, like, look at Africa, like, like they've been dealing with horrible, horrible diseases down there and they don't get any vaccines. I'm not saying don't get right, vaccine. Right, don't don't get it. Right, right, but it educate just goes to show you there. it's not an absolute. Well, yeah, educate yourselves on the you know pros and cons of vaccines and really make an informed choice mm -hmm. is what people you know. Right, I know what exactly. I decide for myself, but that doesn't necessarily work for everybody. So you got to inform yourself and you got to make an informed decision there. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I, I look at it as in life is you know when you look at marcus aurelius they had a really good quote people want to live their life like it's a thousand times um and that they are not living in this moment and just appreciating this moment so that's the way i kind of look at life right now is live in this moment appreciate it and just do the things that you love to do because i kind of look at it when i was when i was doing the things i love to do you feel more at ease you feel more complete and you feel like uh that if this was taken away from me, you know, where would I be? You know, so you adapt and that type of stuff. But you realize that when you are living this life of abundance within yourself, that everything will come to you. That's it does, like yeah, absolutely. 
law of attraction is what some people call that but yeah i mean the more you can live in the now and you know really enjoy yourself you do draw more positive things towards yourself for sure Mm -hmm. because that's your mindset and you're putting out positive frequencies and all thoughts have vibrational energy to them so you're drawing that back from the universe to yourself so i think that that's amazing if you can keep your thought process positive then you do draw in more positive yeah and then also and also eliminating people that are distractions eliminating and what and that that means even um people things how you're the lifestyle that type of stuff if you're living a a a non-productive lifestyle or not that's not that's not good for for yourself then you end up eliminating that because some people like right now people have been all about like it's this is the the selfie society you know yeah you know, it's like everybody is all about like I started looking at Instagram and I started looking at what people have been putting out there. And it got to a point where it's like, God, I can't watch this stuff because they're putting out the the rhetoric of bad information. And then you look at it as I want to be informed with good, positive energy. And I realized that social media is not a platform right now because people are living in that fear base. They're putting out fear stuff. And uh, it's almost like it seems like a person's got to cut out that stuff in order to live. Yeah, because if you're constantly in a state of fear, you're also drawing that vibrational frequency to yourself as well. Just like you can draw yeah. positive frequencies to yourself, you can draw more negative and more fear-based things towards yourself, and that becomes your reality. So really, like your thoughts do become your reality. Oh, so please repeat that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> your thoughts become your reality. It is what? true. <laughs> How did you know that? <laughs> what? I love that. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're telling me I have the choice to control my own life and lead the life that I want? It's no all way. on us. Yes. Personal responsibility. <laughs> we oh are goodness. creators and we make our reality. It is wait, true. Wait, wait, wait. You said something. Personal what? Responsibility. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like if everybody had that personal responsibility, I think we'll realize how things are because I started watching videos in Sweden and just they have a totally different uh, mindset there that they live a lot. They live a certain lifestyle where they don't really live with roommates. They tend to be uh, within themselves. And then they realize that when the government told them to do something, they're going to comply with it type of thing, you know, within their certain reasons within themselves because they have that trust. Mm-hmm. They trust their government. Yeah, yeah. that's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> the difference. I think yeah. in North America, we've learned not to trust our government for we various reasons. Learned that. Not going to get into that, though. Yeah. <laughs> Turn the other way. <laughs> so the only thing we can trust is, is ourselves. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I do agree with that. Edu- yeah. Educating ourselves. So well, the more positive we put out into the world, you know, the more positive the collective becomes. So if we can put out positive energy and everybody can do that, then we can create a better future for everyone. So, I really do believe that. So, so, hey, hey, so, so if you can give some information to people or some really quick, quick tips on building up your immune system, uh, what would you recommend in terms of uh, supplements, food? mental anything you can uh, anything you can imagine or whatever that people would want to hear hear this uh i think people would want to know what what to do like 
Well, even, you know, like on YouTube, for example, there's a great thing called binaural beats, they're called. So you can actually type in like immune system boosting binaural beat and it'll come up. So I sometimes listen to those because they're very relaxing. You know, if you do that when you're taking an Epsom salt bath or, you know, even just out in the sun for your 20 minutes or whatever, eating a healthy diet, like I said, of a lot of fruits and vegetables that's a great way to also boost your immunity your thoughts so the more you can stay in a positive mindset that also boosts your immunity you know detoxing from technology every now and then not a bad idea maybe even leave your phone off for a whole day i know that that's tough for some people but it's a good way to detox and You know, talk to your family and friends if you can't see them, like if you've got really at risk family and friends, like, you know, like we're doing right now, we're on Zoom. So, you know, call them, have a Zoom call. There's another one called Marco Polo. It's kind of like a walkie talkie, except you can see the person. So me and my best friend on Vancouver Island, we're communicating that way. And then you can just basically answer back whenever you have a minute. So you know, there's ways, definitely. And then another thing we've been doing since we were in quarantine is a bunch of us would have, you know, happy hour, virtual happy hour where we'd all get on and there's sometimes like 10 of us at the same time. It was a lot of fun and we had a good time hanging out. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. I lot, yeah, I know a lot of people have gone with the, the happy hour, virtual happy hour, and they've had a lot of success with that. It's, it's yeah. So, well, even virtual concerts, I've heard of stuff like yeah. that, you yeah. know, that's pretty cool. I, I participated in the virtual concert. And then uh, then last Friday, we had a, uh, it was a surprise birthday party via Zoom. <laughs> so there was like 50 people on this Zoom message, messenger, and it was, it was kind of cool. Was she or he surprised? Well, he was <laughs> He was totally surprised that because uh, everybody had to keep it really down down low and keeping it really quiet and and uh, so it was kind of cool. And then they, his his wife made him a cake and then had candles on it. And then we made made a joke out of it and it says, "Yeah, it says um, nowadays we're not going to be sharing that cake after somebody blows out that candle." <laughs> 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 Almost have to use like a little like fan or something to blow it out. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, Dr. Haley, we're at the end of our show here, but I want people to know how to get a hold of you so that if they're looking for something for some other additional medical advice, what you can offer them and you know what you can share about that. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. So, even if you want to get tested, I do have Corona antibody testing available. So. There's, I didn't say much about it yet, but there's IgM and IgG, which is a little bit more expensive. And those are just like the proteins in the blood that are produced that help with immunity. So if you get the IgM and the IgG one, you can tell if you were just recently infected. Whereas if you only get the IgG antibody test, which is offered through places like SonoraQuest, it's less money, but you have to have been infected two or more months ago because it takes time for that antibody to build up in the bloodstream. So I'm doing this all by virtual consultation and I can send out the test kits to people. Also, if you just want a virtual consultation on particular like immune boosting advice for your particular situation, or you want exact advice on supplements such as dosing and all of that, I can definitely do that. Initial consult is an hour long. Follow-up consultations 
or 30 minutes and you can reach me at drhaley.net or you can call me 623-696-0615. I can also be found on Instagram and LinkedIn at drhaleynmd. So any of those are ways of getting a hold of me. No, and, that, and that's awesome. great. We're going to have all your information uh, on the video. So it shouldn't, so people can get a hold of you. So we'll Thank have you. your, your website it. and all your contact information there. Excellent. So, you, so people can find you very easily. <laughs> so, good, good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I do appreciate oh, of it. Course. Louis, loved, Louis loved it. Very informative. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Because it, it, as always, I like I could tell from the way you were talking about and everything. I was like, oh, thank God, she's she's scientific. <laughs> she <has> no <laughs> absolutes, you know. Well, yeah, I always do lab testing for everything. I mean, everything that I do is based on science. I mean, even supplements. A lot of people are like, oh, there's no research, but if you really go look at the mm -hmm. peer-reviewed studies on all these supplements like vitamin C, vitamin D, there's a ton of research. All you do is type in vitamin D3, which is cold calcium for all peer-reviewed study into the Google search bar and it'll exactly. come up with all the peer-reviewed studies and you That's can get right. scientific information even on Google. So <laughs> it's there. And it's free. <laughs> exactly. Some of them you have to pay for, but not all of them. There, there's actually a ton of research on supplements and stuff like that. You know, if you really go and look, not as much as a pharmaceutical because you can't patent it. If mm -hmm. I study echinacea, for example, I can't say echinacea is mine, you know, and mm -hmm. nobody else can use it. Whereas with pharmaceutical drugs, you can do that. So there's more incentive to actually research these things and research studies do cost a lot of money. So that's why there's not as much research, but it doesn't mean that there's not historical use. It's been time proven over hundreds of years that these things do work. So, I mean, mm -hmm. you can say non-scientific, but I mean, I think with a history of use of a couple hundred years and safety profile there. Yeah. Those things, like, honestly, they do have research behind them, and I they are safe. I think meta-analysis is our best. I, I agree. I think meta-analysis is the best. It really is. A long-period study, yes, definitely, way better. Well, double-blind placebo-controlled studies are great, too, mm -hmm. and, you know, every study type has their limitations. Right. and. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even with pharmaceuticals, though, the same is true. Like, yeah. I, there's definitely limitations with everything that you use in medicine, pros yeah, and cons. Was the PK standing or sitting? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmares. Not everybody's going to carry out a statistical analysis and all that stuff. I, I'm not expecting that. So I, I can do the hard work for you. If you guys right. really want to know about the research studies, I'll send it through your email after you've had the consult with me. I'll show you that stuff if that's what you want to know. Fantastic, fantastic. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up here. This is Len DeCarmine. You've been listening to us here on the Extraordinary Being Movement podcast. If you'd like to learn more how we inspire, influence, and motivate you for success, please visit our website at theextraordinarybeingmovement.com. You can listen to us on our online radio station at EBM Radio Live, and always check us out on YouTube. And uh, yeah, he, he froze. Yeah, he did for a second. Oh, I was froze. like, is that just me? I was <laughs> you ended on the YouTube, Len. Uh, am I back now? Yes, you're back? back. You're good. Okay, well, anyway, we got the YouTube channel at ebmtvlive.com. <laughs> this is your host and coach, Len DeCarmine, along with 
Christopher Scheiber, Christopher, final words? Um, everybody be safe, be smart, and think logically, and always, always double check your thoughts. There you go, and Fred Martinez. Strong will, strong mind. Again, thank you so much, guys. Another great show, and thank you again to our guest, Dr. Haley. We wish you Good. all to be Thanks. safe and happy and healthy. Have a great day.